0: Shalom Aleichem, and we are learning the Sikha Kisisa base. let's be honest, it's a hard Sicha. It's hard, first of all, the concepts. So, at least when I learned the Sikha, I struggled to even understand the baseline. What's the, what's the baseline of the Sikha? So, that's what I'm going to try to do. Um, as an introduction, in the Sikha itself, there's no clear Hoyuda. The Rebbe doesn't finish off and say, this is the lesson, or this is the Chassidus element. And when the Rebbe originally said the Sikha, there's no recorded... Lesson or Hedorah as well. But we'll try to explore something together. But here's the baseline it's Pashas Kisisa and in Peric, Lamed Lamid Pasukhapes. Hashem speaks to Moshe and he says like this You must make for yourself choice spices. I'm using the Kahas Chumash translation, which by the way, best translation out there. 500 shekel weights, which is about 21.3 pounds of pure myrrh. 500 shekel weights of fragrant cinnamon, in two F portions, each amounting to 250 shekel weights, etc. 500 shekel weights of cassia, all according to the weight of the sacred shekel, as well as a hint of olive oil. Take two portions of cinnamon instead of one full portion, so that when the spices are weighed and an extra amount is added to tip the scales, this will be done twice for the cinnamon. Now, here's where the Sicha is based on. You must make it into sacred anointing oil. And I love the way that they um, translated and incorporated the Sicha into their translation, which for me, after learning the whole Sicha, just these four lines gave me clarity what it's saying. It goes like this. You have to make it into sacred anointing oil in either of two ways. One, by scalding the spices in the oil until they dissolve in it. So literally, the spices... Which he calls in the Sikha the ikrim. Rashi calls the ikrim, the the roots of the spices. You burn it together, and they dissolve in it. Or B, by saturating the roots with water, so that they will not absorb any oil, because you don't want to lose any oil, which is the second opinion, the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, and then. Pouring the oil over these roots so it absorbs their scent. The oil absorbs the scent. And finally draining the oil off the roots. that you don't lose any oil, so pretty much you make sure you get it all oil. And over here he says, The advantage of the first way of the Pinyin Ram mayor is that the essence of the spices become part of the compound as the Rebbe explains later on in the Sicha, in the Hoyve, in the present, that's much better because you're literally getting the Besamim, you're getting the realness of the Besamim in the Hoyve. The problem is the Asid, you're not going to have enough. And it's not pure oil. The advantage of the second way is that the oil remains pure. That is the core of the Sicha, the way we explain here. So let's recap. There's two opinions. There's Rav Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. The Rebbe explains that one works bahayveh, one works ba'asid. It's a l'shitaseh What's a l-shita We've had this before. Where the Rebbe sets a shita, the Rebbe sets an opinion. And an underlying theme that explains multiple machlaikasim between the two figures, Rab Meir and Rabbi Yoda. In this case, the Rebbe explains three three different machlekesim they have, and in the end, the Rebbe explains in oyseid aleph why you need each of the three, each one, what it adds onto the next one. But fundamentally, what is it? It's a lishita The Rebbe is teaching us a shita. That you could understand through that, Machlikas and Rabbi Hudmair, this famous Lishitasi sikha that the Rebbe explains how Hillel and Shammai go in a certain consistency, Kayach and payal, etc. Now, it's worth exploring why is it such an important thing for the Rebbe to make a lishitase? Because the Rebbe explained numerous times that Torah is one. And the more we can dig down and find singularity, we could find common threads. Instead of saying there's multiple machlikus and each one with their own agenda, you find one core thing which sits at the root. That achdos is part of the Rebbe's Torah. A big passion of the Rebbe in Torah was to bring the achdos in Torah. If possible, the Rebbe will say that he'll often say If we don't want to add a machleikis, let's make it understand in a way that they're not arguing. But if they're arguing, instead of having three different arguments, we have one core thing. And that's very much the Rebbe would follow the, the style of the Ragatshara to go to the heart of a matter and be able to go on that baseline and really understand, based on one difference in world view, how it affects multiple machlitas. And I think it's important this Sikha, the of Hivan Asid, long term versus short term. What does what does the person want now? So, for example, in example, the we learned this in the sikha, the case of the shemir of the soicher. Does the soicher just want to rent something and make money now, or does he want to make sure that whatever he rented out gets returned to him safely, and therefore he considers the person the shemer soicher? Versus if he just wants the money now, rabbi, and therefore it's a Shemar chinam. It's 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 a world view, a different way of seeing things. Is now the only thing that's important? Or is it the future? And the truth is, both. to add be'machlekes. That it's living with the now and the long term. As the Rebbe always said, that the Friedrich Rebbe, you know, believed Mashiach's coming this moment, at the same time made projects that were years, years away, until they would fully develop. To be able to, want, embrace the present for what it is, even if it's not optimal. Like, you know, the rabbi would say, even Mashiach, if Mashiach came now, it wouldn't be necessarily optimal at certain times because we didn't fully achieve all the things. But we want it now. At the same time, we know that the long term will bring us all the benefits, seeing both. But I believe when it comes to Mashiach, very much Rebbe was, we want Mashiach now, not the long term, we want it now. But just exploring the secher that the Rebbe said, uh, kisisa, shem lamed hei, again, adds to the beautiful um, Beautiful legacy of, of, of Lishitasi that the Rebbe had in numerous sichas. In, interesting, in our RS16, the Rebbe brings another example which often comes when a, a bris, for example, if you can have a bris in the morning or later in the afternoon, the Shaklavataria, the the decision between Zrezim Makdim and mitzvah, that you're supposed to rush towards a mitzvah, or Belov Hamadras Melech, that you have a bigger crowd, which one overrides one. It's again the short term and the long term, or the, the Rebbe gives another interesting example, should you, are you allowed to, and must you, fa- fast on Semgedalia, if that will cause you that you can't fast on Yom Kippur? Do you say, hey, Yom Kippur a week away, we'll see? Or, you, you make a decision now, based on what will be in the future, which is an interesting, almost um, application of what the Rebbe says in this Sicha. That we should all have a Geshmak in the Rebbe's Torah, and we should uh, see Haiva, the dasra mayor in the present the gula especially.